What's up, man? <laughs> we here? We live. All right, cool. Real ass sports, man. <laughs> man, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Real, real. Um, we back. We back in full effect. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now, I'm I'm gonna share with you my journey to get to this point in my life. You know where we are and what we're doing and. This is dedicated to the real narratives, you know, because life is all about stories and, you know, sharing these stories that made certain plays happen and certain things happen and things that we didn't know about, Real, you know, all the people that make sports possible. But before we dive in, I want y'all to understand that um, I'm going to tell y'all a little about myself, how I got to this point before we dive deep into What's going on with my boy Zion? I thought it was only right to start it with um, my boy Zion because he's number one <laughs> dynamic dude. Um, we're going to share a lot about that, uh, the story, where we come from. This S Life original, S Life created, produced it. And, you know, I'm at a position right now where I feel like two years in the making, I'm at peace with what I'm doing. And I really love what, I'm, what we've built here at S Life creative. Um, so that's what this is, man. This is just, this is a show for people who always want to get theirs on, you know, how the fans feel in that moment. Everybody get, you know, what it's like when, you know, uh, Durant, you know, from the left side, shot the three, hit the three, the mug, you know, you got Durant's side of the story, but what about the fans? That's sitting in the state, you know, the stadium. What if, what if, you know, in passing, Durant got, you know, the ball boy gave him an extra towel, and he was like, "Yo, that's nice." You know, that could affect how he feels, or as small as that might sound. So, um, I want to go over that, you know, the truth and narrative and how it affects us every day. You know, I feel like we own sports, and it's in, it's imperative that we own it. Literally, we own the stories we tell. You know, I, I I have a saying, you know, say we tell them, we sell them. You know, it's something where it's our stories that we tell them, telling everyone about, and we also selling these stories. You know, we're not, you know, we can license them. I'm not saying don't go get your bread, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, I will hope that, you know, we have ownership into these things that we, that we're, uh, that we pitching so much because we killing ourselves, tearing our ACLs, Achilles, everything on on the court, on the field, in the hockey ring, wherever we at. This is for the sports fan, the sports enthusiast. Obviously, I'm black, so <laughs> you're going to have a lot about black situations. But uh, just to, to break it off, um, uh, I'm going to be honest. It's billions of talk shows and podcasts and social media stories going around and it's you hear truth, but the raw truth. This is what Real Life Sports is dedicated to. It's dedicated to the raw truth. And right now, I want to shout out my sponsor. That's <laughs> Life Creative, man. We sponsoring our episodes right now, obviously. We're doing everything we can to keep that on the table. Um, obviously, we'll go, we'll, we're going to have some hot takes. You know, trending stories, stuff like that. It's not about that, though. It's, it, this is sports talk from a Louisiana sports fanatic. Fanatic. In Georgia, <laughs> you know, this is about who we are as uh, consumers, you know, 
This is about the things that we do uh, within relation to sports. And so, you know, I just want to talk and, and get my shit off and, and tell the truth of the things that I see. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's ugly outside. And I just want to make sure that we we getting our worth in. You know what I'm talking about? So, um, but that being said, we here. I tell y'all a little about a little bit about myself. Um, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I was born in the late '80s, and I uh, I came up as a 49ers fan. If you can only imagine being alive during that time the saints was trash we only had one team <laughs> so it was the saints you dig that's who that's who we was who we was kicking it with you know it was all about the saints for me um and obviously that's who i was running with so um that's who i followed and i was a lefty so of course you know uh in the game I was a Steve Young fan. That's why I liked uh, the 49ers. And plus, why did that, why was that so loud? Um, they were always on TV. The Saints, the Saints were on TV because they was local, but it ain't like we was blowing people out, you know. Um, so I grew up watching the 49ers, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, um, and this became a norm for me. And then the Saints, you know, we just we kind of just sucked. <laughs> so I, you know, I really wasn't into the saints uh that was up through the 90s you know obviously we did some questionable things during the 90s um we did some real questionable things i say <laughs> it was confusing you know we i mean i can't i don't even have all the day to go over all the stuff that happened but i was a huge saints fan after the 49ers i was a 49ers fan first jerry rice Deion sanders uh ken norton uh garrison hearst J.J. Stokes, Terrell Owens, when he was... I watched the game with Terrell Owens uh, catching it through the middle. You know, Steve Young catches snap. He almost fall, you know, and um, and then all of a sudden, he hit him on a slant, Terrell crying. I watched that game. But more importantly, I was a... Um, I was definitely, more importantly, a, a basketball fan. So I was into the Bulls heavy, you know. Um, I was I was extremely uh, into the Bulls, Michael Jordan, all that allure, <laughs> all that time. I was I was into that, and so um, I grew up watching them and Scottie Pippen uh, and all that. So that's a little bit about me, where my sports background comes from. <clears throat> and with that being said, um, obviously. You know, moving into the two thousands, we started getting better. Well, we, you know, at the end, we was competing, but we wasn't winning in the nineties. We really was, we really was trash. We had bags over our face. I don't, you know, we wasn't. Nobody in my school was trying to get Saints gear, just to put it like that. <laughs> we, we wasn't trying to get. I wasn't trying to be seen in those Saints gear. You know, you have every team that's hot. So, I was a Forty ers fan. I was a Steve Young fan. So. You know, that's just what it was. That's how I came up. And then after that, my Saints started becoming good. That's when I really started loving the Saints when we hired Jim Hazlitt. 
not traded away I draft for Ricky Williams. And Ricky Williams was a dog, but I mean that was the dumbest thing. You know, posing an address. I just didn't understand what was going on. It was a lot going on. And so, um, with that being said, Jim has to get the Saints. We turned into a, a powerhouse in my eyes because we weren't making a Super Bowl. We had we got Jeff Blake. And when we got Jeff Blake, we started winning. <laughs> you know, it's like Saints fans, any garbage team when you got when you start winning and you was trash for a while, as soon as something bad happened, you think you going you think it uh here they go again. A lot of y'all Falcons fans are like that. You know, Falcons fans would be like, oh, same old thing. But we went in with Jeff Blake or whatever, and he gets hurt. And the boy Aaron Rod- Aaron Brooks come in, <laughs> right? So everybody knew all this, like, man, oh, who this little dude is? But guess what? We, we continue to win. And if I'm not mistaken, we got to check this fact. Um, Aaron Brooks won the first Saints playoff game. I believe we beat the Rams or we beat somebody. I don't remember who, the Vikings, something. That's when my Saints pride started happening because I was young enough to to see that team as a young guy. And it's like, oh, my team is good now. So growing up, Saints, uh, 49 ers Saints. And then I dived back into um, the NBA after Jordan and left because we got the Hornets. So Baron Davis, Jamal Mashburn, Jamal McGlure, David Wesley. We was cold. Baron Davis specifically. Like, this dude was crazy. Like, I was so excited to be a Hornets fan because we was actually playing good basketball. And that is the foundation. Obviously, LSU, you already know that. Baseball, I like the Red Sox. I like uh, I like the Braves sometimes. I just felt like I, I can't like the Braves because I feel like they should have won five championships in the 90s with all the talent they had there's no way they only got one but that's neither here nor there i like madison bumgarner because uh, i'm a san francisco fan so i was already a giants fan then um i guess i you know i do root for the dodgers too which is crazy um nhl blackhawks because i just like the logo and Detroit Red Wings. I grew up watching them. I grew up liking the Red Wings because that was the only team that was really winning every year, at least that I saw, that made it to New Orleans. So I was watching that. That is my foundation in sports. My high school team was trash. The girls was cold. The boys was garbage. Like, you know, <laughs> whatever. It is what it is. We weren't that great at that. We, I think we was good at baseball, but. <clears throat> I'm a Louisiana sports fanatic and um that's just what it is and so that is the upbringing sports wise for me that's what I really like that's what I really follow and um that brings me to where we at now um you know I guess how did I start this like you know how did I how did I start um you know Real life sports. It started a while ago, you know. Um, I was doing some. Uh, let's not. Let's let you hear this. I was working with some friends, and we were. I was. We were doing a podcast. I don't think I was ever supposed to be on it. <laughs> um, I think it was supposed to be some other guys doing it. Breeze, uh, my friend Danny and J- Ruck, 
and we was doing this podcast or whatever. And then I started talking and it was like, yo, you should get on it. And I was like, yeah, I should. <laughs> and so we did that for a while. It didn't go as we initially thought it could because I think that everybody wasn't on the same page. You know, usually the stuff that I do, I really think is going to go to the Hall of Fame. And that's how hard I'm going to go, even if I don't know you. So some of the members, it didn't work out like that. <laughs> they obviously wasn't committed to it. And I can say this in jest. Breeze was a hell of a dude. Uh, he was really a, all about it, all about working on it. And he had that belief. But we had a little situation that he doesn't know about. I, It was some things that happened that I didn't really respect. Uh, considering the fact that, you know, we both were sacrificing so much and um, I just I just didn't really go back that way. I really just ghosted like <laughs> that's how it comes off. You know, it comes off like, you know, oh he ghosted me. I didn't ghost. It's just things that I thought should have happened didn't. And I felt like, you know, some things weren't in the best interest for me. Considering I felt like I was going hard doing it, trying my best to do it, but I had so much going on. And at the time, I could have communicated that, but I didn't. And so we went our separate ways. Congratulations to Breeze on all the amazing things that he's done. Obviously, I'm still a fan of his. If I seen him, I'd talk to him, holler at him, tell him congrats. He may not talk to me, but it is what it is. Um, other than that, um, I produced some podcasts for a while through, uh, you know, the pandemic and stuff like that. But mainly, you know, I was kind of in my own bag, and which brings me to Real Ass Sports. Now we can start the music. Um, I started that during the pandemic, and my intention was for it to be a show, but I wasn't ready to do it. And a lot of people, listen, y'all would say, oh, just do it. No, for me, it's a lot. A lot has to do with the feeling and the flow of the, the concept, considering all the things that I'm doing. You know, like right now, I'm, I'm turning to allocate myself to higher help and things of this nature. But at that time, I was in the trenches and I caught COVID. And... With me catching COVID, it changed my life in a sense because it was something that I never had before. <laughs> you know, it was it was a it was something you can't explain. I still don't know really what happened, but it was terrible. Whatever happened, it was terrible, and uh, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said. Uh, that kind of brings us up to today or in this year 2022 is february the 2nd on a glorious year i have an amazing team that um that you know support what i do you know period it ain't about now nah, we ain't doing it it's about let's do it you know every step of the way and so right now we're just putting together our our own uh system and foundation because the point of doing this is to own things. You know, ESPN, you can't compete with ESPN. That's a corporation. There's people who really pick letters. Like, there's a whole department that just picks font. You know, they pick all the fonts and they say, these are the fonts we're going to use. Typeface. These are professionals who look at letters all day. So, 
that's one thing that we won't be able to compete with um with that being said we will be able to beat any corporation at one thing and that's culture man we all nobody is gonna beat us at culture at all because we're naturally marketable period you dig we are extremely 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 fortunate i don't even know how we've become cultural savants but we are never gonna lose that culture and as long as we own our culture we will own everything that we need to own for us to be able to put things forward uh for the next generations and for us for us to be able to show that we own something tangible and i'm really excited to kind of lead that charge starting with sports you know i think it was important for me to get in front of my passion and you know any of my loved ones will tell you anybody that knows me if i'm talking about something that matters it's a sports analogy i can make a kobe analogy about anything i can make a jordan analogy drew Brees, tom brady all the greats lamar jack i can make an analogy in sports about a lot of different things and that's what this is about man that is why i do realize sports obviously i wanted this episode to be about zion and where zion's uh you know where is where is zion that's really the question where is zion what is he doing like how did this happen till we get to this point to where you know one of the greatest most dynamic athletes we've seen i'm gonna say we've seen because lebron was explosive zion just explosive but he's something different about him he just got this pure just extremely aggressive explosion to him and watching him play i thought that he wasn't gonna be able to make it past them white dudes because i was watching him when he was on youtube and i was like man this dude cold but these dudes can't really run with him they can't jump with him they can't shoot with him is he playing games and he went to duke he went to duke and when he went to duke I really, really, really said, bro, this dude might be one of the coldest I ever seen. <laughs> like, period. I know Jones is explosive, but Zion different, bro. Something's different in him. You know, it's the pure power, grace, athleticism. He come in the dunk. He gonna dunk. He might. I mean, this is the craziest thing. We've never really seen him dunk on people yet. He does dunk so hard. He's a problem. He gonna body you up. And. I really was confused about what happened, you know, in a city known for dysfunction, those sports teams. Here we have Anthony Davis, and don't even get me on starting on the 2015 or 2016 uh, Pelicans. I don't even know which city. Whenever we played Golden State and we had Drew, I think we had Rondo, I think we had Boogie who got towards ACL. That sucked. Um starting with that with that team and then moving forward like ad dipping out i'm like dude we gonna suck again and then we finally land one of the greatest players in college history one of the most unique players and then he gets injured and all this other stuff happens and right now i'm really at a point where i'm confused at what's going on and i really need some answers and that's why what I planned on doing, but we're going to dive into that 
in our next episode. This episode is all about me. I didn't even say my name because it don't matter right now. This real ass sports, man. It's your boy, Austin Jackson. You could call me today, men, though. I make music. We produce TV shows and everything. But right now, real ass sports is in your face. We got the exclusive merch. You can find us on slifecreative.com if you're trying to cop. We'll sell it to you out the trunk. Y'all know where we coming from. I'm from the, you already know I'm from the east side. You dig? I'm straight out, <laughs> straight off Berg Street. Y'all know. 7520 if you got to find me. Period. That's why I'm coming. That's how I'm doing it. You dig? And this was just an introductory episode. Uh, I hope that you get a lot out of this. I hope that you rock with us moving forward. Uh, We're going to have a, a newsletter going called the do you regardless newsletter and real life supposed to be featured on there but it'll be mainly about everything at s life uh which reminds me right now i'm gonna change the name to school of life because ain't nobody really rocking with that that is what s life means it means school of life and right now we are in the the thickness of life and she is thick lord have mercy Shout out to my son, freshly born, December 24th, Xavier Edward Lewis Jackson. Shout out to Portia for being strong, man. Like, really, really, really sticking to it because none of this has been easy. But, you know, I feel a great amount of support from her as my partner. Somebody that always will accommodate me no matter what. You know what I'm saying? I love her to death. Uh, right now, we, we're, we're moving to new territory, so we'll keep you in mind with that. Shout out to my team at S-Life. Uh, I don't even know if she wants y'all to know her name. Ashley Blocker. One of the greatest. Just a, just a, I don't even, she's just a really, she's an animal somebody that don't tell me no <laughs> you know what I'm saying no you don't want to do that no uh, you know like hey let's go to, uh, okay you know that's that's important sometimes we learning to balance that out with let's do the things that matter uh, shout out to Deandra uh, for being somebody that gives us a different look she gives us that different look that different edge and shout out to everybody from S Life uh, S Life's past, you know, bringing us here. All the producers that helped us. Uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to my embroider, Miss Carolyn, for always keeping the gear hot. We're going to keep it hot for y'all. Right at 23 minutes, we about to fly out of here. SLifeCreative.com. This is the first episode. Who are we? It's S Life, man. It's Real Ass Sports. Next episode, you'll catch us this week. Sometime we shall drop, probably on Mondays. We're trying to figure that out. Uh, We're going to drop that. Where is Zion episode? Because, I mean, where he at, man? We got to get my boy back. Uh, that's what we trying to do. Um, shout out to everybody persevering in, in the struggle. Every day is a struggle, but if you do your regardless, you'll always know who you are. We about to fly out of here. It's S-Life out.